What's going on, motherfuckers? And welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. You stepped into the Fight Club. And the first rule of Fight Club is to go down and like and subscribe. And the second rule of the motherfucking Fight Club is to share this shit with your best friend, motherfuckers. And if you don't got a best friend, share this shit with your number one nemesis. <laughs> I like it. But <clears throat> before we get in and talk, UFC 279. Nate Diaz Ferguson and all the shit that happened before this shit even got to take place. You know who this is. I'm Paul Pickle Winham Concha. Got my bowl pack and I'm joined with. Hey man, you already know. Here's that boy, Kev. Water boy, boy. Also known as the future greatest. You feel me? We in this bitch talking UFC 279. We got the bloodbath. That was Nate Diaz versus Tony Ferguson. That shit was insane, dude. All the fucking blood in that fight. When I seen Tony Ferguson's leg cut the fuck open, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be crazy. It's leaking <laughs> everywhere. I really did not expect Tony to bleed more than Nate, but he did. And it was insane. And before I forget, we have a special guest joining us later on in this episode so stay tuned for that i ain't gonna drop who it is until we get the motherfucker on the line you feel me but there's a lot of crazy shit that went down in this fucking fight they canceled the fucking press conference like this shit was insane so paul let let me know what the fuck happened this weekend shit press conference set up everyone there media there now we just waiting my boy the leech pulled up in the nice blue suit ready to stun everybody he was weighing in the wing. So behind the scenes, Nate Diaz and his crew of 75 pull up. Kevin Holland pull up. Shamayev pull up. Tony Ferguson pull up. These are too, these are too many volatile motherfuckers into the same backstage area. Too close. And there ain't enough security in the world to stop them and their crews. You got Shamayev and his crew of 25 and Shemayev, uh, Czech, Czechian soldiers. You got Nate Diaz and his Stockholm soldiers. So they started, uh, Kevin Holland pulled up on Chemayev, started talking some, I guess, something about, Kevin Holland swears he said he's just going to cut his beard. That's all he said. I, Kevin Holland is a jokester, so I'm, I don't doubt it. Chemayev was on some fading shit off rip, it sounded like. I'm like, fuck all this talk. I'm ready to just fade anybody. <laughs> and, Diaz then took that perfect opportunity to de- pop it all off with his boys. Uh, Ferguson was uh, nowhere to be. Ferguson actually was the one cooling it. I don't, I don't want to throw his name in it. He actually had nothing to do with all this brawling stuff. So Dana White canceled. I suppose, mm. Yeah, but he's still volatile. All right. I don't want to take away. He's still a volatile guy. But like they said, I'm going to cut your blonde hair. He probably would have been the one starting everything. Yeah. So Dana White cancels it for everybody's safety, says nothing can happen. And we thought that was the worst of it. Nope, that wasn't the worst of it. Now it comes to weigh-ins. We get to weigh-ins, and this man, Shemaya, comes in seven and a half pounds overweight. Nate Diaz is not fighting him. He already feels like he's getting set up. So whenever Chemayev comes in that heavy, he doesn't even want to, like, no, I'm not fighting someone who doesn't even come in on weight for my last fight type shit, which I respect. Nate Diaz has the right to do that. He's he's a GOAT. Dana said the commissions wouldn't even let that shit slide either. I would want to doubt the commissions are strict about, like, one or two pounds is that, like, 
is one thing, but seven and a half, like where you're knocking on the other weight classes. Jemaya said he could have made the weight though. He said it's just weight. I would have made it. He had. He said he was getting cramps. He said, I don't know which story because one story came out saying you know his doctor, uh, and Dana. Well, that's the story Dana White said that the doctors were telling him to uh, to stop it and telling Dana White to, oh he can't cut more weight because all the cramps and stuff he don't want kidney failure, and wow. then the manager for Chimaya came out and that's the story I kind of believe more. Chimaya's manager came out and said that he's the one that told Chimaya to stop cutting weight out of he saw him like every time he'll stand up he started fainting he had these bad cramps and just he didn't want his fighter to do that he said uh Aaron Hawani? I'm not sure I just remember seeing the comments but once he he owned up to it so I was like oh I believe like he's the one he's not like what was what, he gained from this and uh it, but I won't be too mad at it because Kevin Holland, being the vigilante superhero who he is, he came in and said, fuck it, I'll save the day and I'll take on the Czechian soldier. And then Nate Diaz and Ferguson ended up happening. And that's the fight on we were talking on the last episode. Like, man, we wish it was Diaz and Ferguson. That fight would have been great. Which it was. But I actually think Lee was the hero of this card. I oh, Kevin, yeah, no, I, I, I thank you for bringing that up. I think Kevin Holland and Tamaya, they set it up for themselves. They had beef. Kevin Holland did that bitch telling him, I mean, not about this life. You're not about that life, bro. Fuck you. You're not about that life. Tamaya had to prove that he was about that life. But Lee had to expect, fight the other dude, which wasn't even in his weight class. <laughs> yeah, and, and 10 pounds over. And. I guess not. And Lee, oh, that's all right. I completely forgot. He was just about to come out in his brand new blue suit with the haircut and everything. Looked fresh on the scene. And then Dana White canceled it. Literally, as he's walking out, someone grabs him and says he can't go on the stage. And he never got to show off the nice suit. That's crazy. Lee, Lee, Lee. My boy, the Leech. Free my dog, Leech, man. He's the one that really did a lot for this card. Hey. And the worst part is, they hold him. That's what he got out of doing this fight. They ended up holding him. So let's talk. We talked the mishap, the mayhem, probably one of the most controversial cards we'll see for. I've only been watching UFC for a year, and that's pretty controversial. Controversial. Virtue. So let's talk this motherfucking Lee fight. I was still at the gate again, so I missed this fight. What happened, dog? Man, Danny Rodriguez. And Leach, they came in, they banged it out. Um, there wasn't much. There was, like, one takedown tip from Leach, and he got it towards the end of a round, and it didn't really matter. But it did just show that he won. They, you know, it's a nice cherry on top. But, man, like, they banged it out, and I felt like Leach was the one kind of pressing, and Leach was the one. Uh, at some point, Rodriguez would start pressing, but Leach would know, like, when to go from backing up to planting his foot and landing a shot. Rodriguez got his shots in too, but I felt like Lee was going like they both went all over. Like they both got the head, they body, they both got the leg kicks. It was really just a great fight all around. I won't say it was the worst robbery because it was a very competitive fight, but you don't do my boy the leech like that after he saves the card. Oh. 
is there no honor anymore? Is there no is there no integrity? So is there like a unanimous decision? Because even Dana White said at least it was one split. It was a split decision, but the community is almost all like on one side of like because we felt like Daniel Rodriguez had more strikes, but it was he won one round. The other two rounds we felt like uh, the Leach definitely won. That's tragic, man. So what do you think is next for Leach? Because was his last fight against Samaya? No, his last fight was against uh, Muslim Shakarov, uh, King of Kung Fu, and he ended up KOing him, and he's a high-level striker, so that he was an underdog there. But I don't think it hurts his stock. I know Rodriguez jumped into the welterweight top 15 now after this win because and Leach moved out of it, so on the rankings it doesn't look good. But I think he'll still get the respect, and Dana White will place him on a fight that still makes uh, – like, he's not going to be fighting a nobody next. Like, Dana White even spoke up, like you said, like he felt like he got robbed. So, Dan, I feel like Dana White, gonna, his next fight's still going to be a top 15 dude. And he'll still get, like, he'll get treated as if he won in Dana White's eyes. And there's a little that. stardom growing there, bro. Like, the, the community was loving the leech this weekend. I respect it. I respect it. I love to see. It. I'm gonna again. I gotta wait for um the next card to happen for me to rewatch that fight because ESPN Plus doesn't give you the pay per views immediately. You gotta wait for like a week or something. And then uh, there's the cherry on top before we move on to the next fight because we got a caller in the lobby waiting. So we ain't telling you who it is yet, but um the leech pulled up on uh, Ariel Hawani. You know, that's only what winners do after. So, you know, he still got the right to pull up on Eric Hawani. And he had the, he had the, he pulled up with the blue blazer on still. He had his, uh, but it's underneath, he had a white tank top where he wrote in Sharpie, I got robbed. Uh, uh, and, hey, that boy, you can't, you can't, that's what I'm saying. Like, they got a low key start. Like, he, he took a little bit and he poured gasoline on it and set it on fire. And now he's like on the the community is loving him right now. I love to see it, man, because I'm fucking with homie. I'm not gonna lie. Definitely hope he goes on a little streak now that he's regretting all this um getting this publicity. And bounce back after this shitty judging loss. No big deal. Ooh. Was it Sal was Sal there? I don't think Sal was there. Someone else did my boy dirty. There you go, but who's in the who's in the lobby? All right, he's joining right now. Welcome, Marcus. Long time no see, motherfucker. What's going hey. on, man? You know how to jump in for the UFC fights. Come on, man. Hey, come on, man. I knew you was gonna be here and try to talk these two fights. That's all I do. I was like, as long as he's here for these two fights, all we need. I had to jump in. Perfect timing. Yes, we have Hamzat Chamayev. Literally getting the leash out. And dog walking Kevin Holland with a first round Darcy choke submission. And neither fighter had a single strike thrown the whole fight. And I think it's some crazy statistic I saw. Shit's crazy. Shit is insane. Bruh. I was I like, not expecting that shit. I like that the way in the fact that Hazmat was just looking at his ass like, nobody can save you now. Nobody can save you now. You gotta, you gotta fight. Nobody can save you now, buddy. 
That was worse than when he called motherfucking uh, Pablo Acosta a Brazilian pussy. Like, <laughs> everything sounds so much more disrespectful with his accent. <laughs> that boy's a the, demon. But Hazmat is my favorite. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think he's my favorite. I don't know. He might just be my favorite person. I think, I think hey, Obama, move on. Hazmat, Obama? <laughs> Hazmat survival, hey. <laughs> he's dangerous but Paul man what did you see in this fight because I saw some great motherfucking wrestling in this bitch yeah I saw this like there's literally no, nothing else to say other than Hanzat just from ringing the bell to the end until he choked him out just absolutely made Kevin Holland look like an amateur and the Kevin Holland is no amateur so Ch- Shamayev is as legit as it gets and his wrestling's as legit as it gets his submission games as legit as it gets and now he's looking like he might be a 185er. They're saying that's what his uh, manager is coming out and saying forever. So, Izzy, you got some competition in the division. Nah, that'll fucking suck if he goes to 185. Like, fuck. I know, I know Kamaru's just like, whew, all right, let me go get my belt back. <laughs> but if that motherfucker goes 85, <sighs> And he said he wouldn't fight Whitaker because he respects Whitaker. And and then he said, I would love to train with Whitaker. And then Whitaker responded and said, I would love to train with you, partner. And I think Whitaker's – we're about to see Coach Whitaker train his 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 assassin to go beat up Izzy. To go get revenge. Bro, do you understand how many times Hogmaier trains a day? There was a point in time the nigga actually lived in the, in the facility. He didn't have no money when he moved to America. Oh, no, not moved to – moved to Sweden. It was broken Sweden. Like motherfucking, this is real poverty we're talking. Motherfucking, um, he was, and the fact that he lived there, he's gonna be having a weird cross up, up at 2 a.m. Like, hey, we train. Then it's gonna be 5 30, we train. Like, hey, 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 12, we train. Four, four, we train. Like, that's fucking insane for him. To, and then if he goes up in weight and has more power, because the reason why he missed weight was because the fight. Was um the fight was the schedule was crazy, motherfucker. He's been lifting weights all motherfucking week. He's been lifting weights. He's been lifting weights longer in his camp. So like he kind of had to play it real, real close. And even he did, even though he missed it by a motherfucking shit ton, I think he could have made the weight if the like if the setup was a little bit better. People said for him to stop and all that extra stuff, but it ended up with two great ass fights. Anything else before we move on to the other fight that ended up? Uh, happening because of the mixed weight and a lot better fight matchup. We got a couple more minutes, so I want to keep it a little bit on this fight for a second, man. Okay, spin the block. The, dom- the dominance of Hazmat Shemaev can't has it been done before? Do you think it's like what do you think he's like really putting in his brains? Like, I, his- bro, I got a question. Does he normally come out shooting like that? That boy came out boom, straight to this man. Out of 17 seconds in the apex, like he held his hands, but he said, Nah, this is gonna be a fight, and we're gonna. He made Ling Chun, uh, Lee J. Ling, the person who's literally our guy who fought the last fight, pick like picked him up, pointed to Dan White, it was like, I'm the best, and then slammed him, choked him out, and didn't get punched a single time. Like, there's a reason why his first three fights he didn't get punched a single, no significant strikes landed on him. Like, it was just. I agree with Kev. Like, yeah, you can say John Jones was dominant early. You can say a, a lot of people were dominant early, but to, to, to does not take strikes and does win in the fashions he's been winning is just no one else can really say the same. Maybe Ronda That's Rousey, who was just arm barring people in like a minute. That shit was crazy. 
That's insane. So like to just see whatever division he goes at, he's a fucking issue. And like if he stays, if he were to go to one seventy, if he were to stay one seventy, I'd love to see um good old Kobe Covington go wrestle my boy one time. Because they're not going to give him a title fight if you can't trust him to make weight. And then, motherfucking, if he goes to 85, just let him go immediately fuck up on He won't fight Whitaker. He might he get, get Paulo. Him and Paulo has been beefing. Uh, yeah, go give him a, the Brazilian pussy. Brazilian pussy. They've been beefing for a minute now. They were about to fade at the gym. And then... Fuck, man, nigga. Excuse Brazilian pussy, and he called it. It was not disrespectful. He was like, they, they be talking all that shit online. Because I saw Paul, I follow Paulo Costa. I'm a fan, but motherfucking, I saw he put. They talk all that shit online. But when I see them, he chicken. He he fucking chicken. I was like, that was the most disrespectful shit I ever heard. And Paulo <laughs> was just one deep, and you see Jemaya was like seven deep, and the gate was open to the octagon. And Paula was talking his shit. And I was like, hey, I got respect the man who talks the same shit one deep or ten deep. That boy's a demon. Different breed. <laughs> he would have died. I'm not going to lie. Kevin Holland, know. though, I can't stress enough that I don't think this L should be completely – like, he completely game plan for a different type of fighter. A fighter who's literally a boxer and took the fight last minute. He sa- helped save the card. We know Chimaev is a steamroll, so I don't think Holland should be his his rise at one. Like Chimaev ain't no fucking uh, uh, in the division. Uh, like him fighting Kevin Holland was not the same thing. Like Kevin Holland has been steamrolling dudes, and now he has this one little speed bump. That's all it is, speed bump. And- yeah, I think I think it was just like they had to get that out, and it made the most sense. So it was good for him. It shouldn't count towards against him, and like. And I like how they were, they had respect afterwards. Like, okay, we're doing too much. We figured it out. Like that, like men should. So it was cool, man. And like, we got to get on to the next fight. But the craziest thing to me was just how effortless it kind of was. Because Kevin Holland's Kevin Holland's a dog, but it's a dog walker. But it just he he just sit down and just go for that Darcy choke and just continue making small moves, knowing that until you finally got the submission is crazy. Like every other fight in the world is just gonna try a different choke. He said, nah, this motherfucker is not gonna move. And I wanted to finish him just like this right here. So he <laughs> continued to make small moves until Kevin Holland couldn't do shit at all. The technical the technical the technical the technical shit that you have to be around to be in perfect position and just continue inching your way there is insane. But on to the next fight. Nate Diaz as the underdog in his last fight versus Tony Ferguson, two living legends. Oh, boy, what a fight it was from start to finish. That boy Nate Diaz with the flex choke. And the just, flex choke. Hey, and it, just the whole respect throughout the whole fight, I felt like they both did what they normally do, and it was just a, a fucking a joy to watch. Yeah, yeah, that boy, that boy put on a show no matter what the fuck happened with the matchmaking. He said, hey, "I'm coming out here to put on a show no matter what." Hey, Tony, for he said Tony Ferguson was the only person not scrapping out there, but so like, motherfucker, and he came out, and he came to the motherfucking stage during the press conference, even though that shit got canceled. Like, so hey, next question, he earned his, he earned his fucking title, he earned his main event, and I like that they did that because that's what the fight we wanted to see in the fucking first place. They said after the fucking. The shit got switched up. Instead of people canceling, not before they even they even announced the switch up, niggas started buying more tickets. Like they wanted to see that, and we wanted to see that fight anyway. So it's nice to see, man. 
But how do you feel Tony Ferguson did in this fight? Because he got submitted, but like, how do you think he looked? Because is it it's Tony time or is it it's time, Tony? I think it's time because at no point in that fight did I think he was about to win that fight. Like I, I had Nate Diaz. I put money on maybe it's because I put money on Nate Diaz as an underdog in his last fight going up against Ferguson, who's his first time back at welterweight in like seven years. So like I just kind of took advantage of that uh, like little thing. And Nate Diaz through the whole thing, I felt like he was tagging him where he wanted. Like it, w- it was pretty even, but Nate Diaz I felt like was winning even though there are some even exchanges, Nate Diaz was winning those exchanges. I, I thought Nate was going to get gassed out, no cap, because this motherfucker was really taking breaks. I was like, this is the most disrespectful motherfucker I've ever seen. Yeah, really. that boy he was trying, a cardio man. god, boy. He never, both of them don't ever get tired. I, I thought, but they were literally just like, <laughs> he was just walking off on his ass, and then Tony looked like he was trying to keep his distance and circle and shit, and then Nate was like, Never that's mind. how Nate. That's how Nate Diaz. That's why I said take a shot every time you see Nate Diaz start doing that little walk, like as it, like he just starts walking. He does that shit. Like he just that's what you get out of a Nate Diaz Nick Diaz fight. They're just unorthodox. They put on the show. Those are fucking demons. That's why they're fucking demons, bro. That shit is crazy. Stockton, California stand up, man, motherfucking. That boy Nate is a fucking. He's probably my favorite person ever. Free agent now too. I don't know. Then he's coming back to the UFC. Nah, 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 nah. Bear, I know Bear Fist Knuckle, whatever. Like they just, they said that they're willing to offer big money for Nate Diaz, and they got Michael Page from Bellator. They got Mike Perry from UFC earlier this year. Like, I could see Nate Diaz doing it. Like just being like that's a bad like that that fits Mm. his persona. Nah, you need a two tough. million dollar fight. Oh, you gonna need at least two mil to book Nate Diaz. They can offer that. Like I said, they took Michael Page, who was like Bellator's biggest fighter, undefeated demon, knocking people out, and then they all of a sudden he makes a switch in his prime to bare dog. Like they have the money out. Like they, there's they have some back. I don't know. Maybe it's money laundering. But these boys are willing to play some big. At least at least a couple dudes will get the bag. If they got two mil, they could get Nate Diaz because. Logan Paul knows he Jake Paul knows he needs he's gonna need at least two mil to get Nate Diaz. Yeah, I think that's I think that's gonna be the next shit for him for him trying to fight Jake Paul. And I think it's gonna be a while. I think he's gonna chill for a little bit. Like he's not gonna go to camp after this. If Bellator yeah. is smart, Bellator should be able to get him a bag, get him on there, but give him a contract where he can co-promote type shit and do like the Floyd Connor cross thing with like Jake Paul. And have Bellator cross promote with Jake Paul shit. Oh yeah, cause isn't, isn't Bellator on Showtime? I believe, I'm not too sure, but I wouldn't be sure. They they're growing. They're like right behind UFC now too. If I'm, I could be wrong. I feel like I'd be seeing that shit on there. But if so, that boy Jake Paul is linked in with Showtime, yeah, so that shit would get work. The Jake Paul and the Nate Diaz cross box, like the boxing thing. Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm just looking at it as a business perspective. Hit, Bellator, hit us is a up, huge Nate, opportunity man, We got there. you with the ideas. Hire yeah. me. I like it. I would, I would love to see that shit. But some like, reporter asked a great question though. They said, now that Nate's a free agent, do you think that Nate, Nate and Connor they might do that fight still and just do it somewhere else? And this nigga Dana White said, it's not my problem. That'd be their problem. Whoever picked it up. Then Prince Juniors, the the of the uh, out there in Abu Dhabi, they would pay big money probably for that fight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Boys will put on a fucking insane event. 
For they that. built a stadium. They built a new arena to fit everybody. They would have them flying upside down off a skyscraper. No, <laughs> them boys will be on the helicopter pad like Floyd. Yeah, like they would, anything goes type shit. And if we're both be kind of free, nah, that'd be kind of fire. But what about Ferguson? Do y'all think he's hanging him up after this fight? Or he should at least think about hanging I, him up? I think he's 38. I think that's an age. But, like, it was just – it wasn't a it wasn't a short decline. Like, I feel like he started to slow down. And he looked – because Khabib – him and his Khabib beefs were fucking, like, three years ago. Like, not that – it feels like it wasn't that far ago. From like 2000, I think it said like 2013 to 2020, he was on a 13 fight win streak. He like, and then 2021 to 2022, he, he might have had a, a, a long decline type shit, but he was fighting against top tier opponents. So he started looking worse and worse, but you're top, fighting top tier guys. It doesn't matter. You look bad. Mm-hmm. So like, that's what I think about it. So like, I think from his mindset, the mindset, I don't give a fuck. I'm a fighter. I just want to fucking fight with my hands. Like, that Anderson Silva type mindset, I think he's going to go. I don't think he's going to lose, like, his next fight. I think he's going to probably, like, fight out his contract. But, like, I definitely don't think this is the last time we've seen Tony Ferguson. Mark, you think we see more Tony, or you think it's uh, time to put the gloves up? Keep the, keep the record as is. Don't make it look any worse. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, I'm going to say turn the gloves and uh, had a legendary career, Hall of Famer. I feel like you just leave it at that, man. I mean, unless you go you easy, get a, a get a, I don't want to say easy fight next, but I don't know, man. It seems like he, his time's here, or at least from what I've seen. Throw my man a bone, all right? Stop giving him the Michael Chandlers and all of yeah, that. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe lower the fucking heat a little. <laughs> Do oh, this. give him one right down the plate so he can <laughs> so he can smash that bitch. That too, man. I give don't know how many more fights it. he has on contract. Like if it's two more fights, y'all can just give him some nice easy fights. Maybe let him ride out his career into the sunset. I doubt it's it. Four more. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that shit goes. But like, it's still Tony time, man. Well, shit, we appreciate you joining us, that Marcus. Anyone else got any final comments on UFC 279 before we round it out? Bro, I know Dana White. Dana White got home and smoked to me. Dumb dope after this one, because God damn. They know he had to, his head was on fire after this one. This was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) This was probably one of the biggest, and it's one of those things, and he was trying to play it off like, man, there was one year we had, Every main event fell through. Like, every main event didn't go as well. Something happened. So, like, nah, but this is probably one of the most stressful days. And I just would think the only person in the world that could have handled this was Dana White. So there would be a day that the UFC doesn't have Dana White. And I think that's when the Bellators and our motherfuckers start coming through because it's the fight game. Every time they ask, bro, are you going to give them repercussions? Well, you know, the NFL be like, yeah, man, we finna spin a pussy. And he was just like, it's the fight game that happens. Let's keep it moving. Let's get a fight. Let's get a card done. It's a fight game. It gets dirty in the fight game. <laughs> What's well, it? Stay tuned. Check us out for our Friday night picks. We have who, uh, who coming up? A UFC fight night. Uh, Yadong and Sanhagen. And then we got Triple G Canelo picks dropping Friday. So stay tuned for the rest of this week. And if y'all didn't know, 
Now y'all know, motherfuckers. Got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't not new. Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen. Knowing that I'm heaven sent. Higher than I ever been. I got a problem with.